You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I am your host, NB Nightingale, coming at you today with an episode that I am proud of. I'm also Brandon. I'm here too. Producer Jasper was a big stan of the movie that we watched today. I can't confirm that because he's a dog, but I believe it in my heart. Yeah. Because it is our special Clifford episode. Woo, 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 woo. But we ain't talking the big red dog. We planned this as an episode about the Big Red Dog, but that is postponed indefinitely. We're talking 1994 Clifford. We're talking 40-year-old Martin Short playing 10-year-old Clifford. We're talking Charles motherfucking Grodin of the Heartbreak Kid playing Uncle Martin, which is not the titular name, so it's not as satisfying to say. We're talking a movie that I and bananas for. And what are your feelings on it, Brandon? <laughs> Nolan? Yeah? This is the worst movie we've recovered. <laughs> it is not! Oh my god, no! It is not! It is, Nolan. It is so Nolan. good! It is Nolan. so good! I'm... I'm... Nolan? Yeah? After watching Clifford, I'd rather watch every Manila movie again. That is... All of them. You're wrong. You're very wrong. Them. You are I am so not wrong. wrong. I am you not are so wrong. wrong. Nolan, I don't know what kind of context <laughs> or drugs that you were in, ingesting or smoking the many other times you've apparently seen this movie. This is my third time seeing Clifford. Exactly. The third time I... And I have been sober for all three, baby. Sober as a rock. That's not a saying. That's not. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not. No, I am. <laughs> Listen, they tried you... to make me go to rehab, and I said yes if you're playing Clifford there. Oops, I, I hated it. How <laughs> did hate... you hate this? <laughs> I hated it so much. All right, for context, people, anyone who hasn't seen Clifford, Clifford's a very divisive movie. Yeah. It, it's got a very strong cult following uh, of people who really gel with the humor and really like it. And it's so alienating to other people that it, they can hate it sometimes. And I knew going into this, it was a crapshoot if Brandon liked it. <laughs> but I figured Brandon and I's taste usually aligns pretty well. We gotta fill this spot where we promised a Clifford the Big Red Dog episode. It'd be fun to do Clifford and see if he... And you'll probably also stan it. I watched this man die on the inside <laughs> over this hour and a half. We took a break, too. We yeah. were, were trying to... We were trying to get some... Uh, some McDonald's on Grubhub that just never showed up. So we had to go to the walk. We walked all the way to the grocery store, got our lunch, came back, ate our lunch resumed watching and the pain continued it is such a good movie i don't know how you don't like it 
Okay, so Nolan, it's it's terrible. <laughs> is Clifford the most evil monster we've had on this on this podcast? Is the ten year old Clifford more evil than all those genocidal kaiju? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Clifford is evil. Clifford is a monster. Clifford is a eldritch beast. So, what that monster do, though? What that Clifford do? Yeah, what is Clifford's yeah, uh, character design? <laughs> so, well, I can go into it a bit. Uh, yeah, so... Well, Clifford is terrifying. It, it's Martin Short's just a short guy. They don't try and make him walk on his knees or anything. They just... They have Charles Grodin, who's like six and a half feet tall... And they have Martin Short, who's like 5'4", and they dress him up in, like, children's clothing, and they let that speak for enough. Yes. For it enough. So, yeah, so Martin Short, the 40-year-old man, at the time of the filming of this movie, plays a 10-year-old boy. And he plays him perfectly. He plays a demonic monster, and... I could not. I could not suspend my disbelief about the him. Listen, Clifford. I could not is, do it. Clifford is seminal in comedy. It is a precursor for all those people who love Pen Fifteen, which is a hit Hulu show. You know who you have to thank for the idea of a child being played by an adult. Motherfucking Martin Short, direct. He didn't direct or write Clifford, but star of Clifford. Okay, no, 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 no. I've never seen Pen15. If it's a good show, great, lovely. Martin, he is old man hands in this movie, Nolan. Yes, I, there's and it's so, so funny. There's so many scenes where Martin Shore is like, oh, oh, good uncle, uncle Marvin. Ooh, Uncle Marvin. And he's got like Martin. Sorry, Martin. Say his name with respect. <laughs> I don't put respect in any of this movie. So Martin, he goes, "Oh, Uncle Martin." He's like, he's like holding on to like Uncle Martin's like lower shirt, like a child does. But he has these like liver spotted hands. It's intentional. It's, it's clearly I intentional. I don't care if if it's bad. It doesn't matter if you're like, oh, I know this is bad. It, I hated it. I fucking hated it, Nolan. It's an excellent <laughs> film. It's terrible. Were it's, you able to find anything on the making of Larry the Scary Rex? I know that's usually... That would fall under your usual I, I couldn't focus. I couldn't do it. That's fair. It seems neat. So, like, so I'll give some okay, context I, for the creation. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I gotta keep going on about this thing. <laughs> about this... About Clifford themselves. Clifford the monster. The kaiju in this film. <laughs> he's terrible oh my god like I figured that at some point I was just gonna go okay like I, I accept this film's universe that this is a child and everything and I just couldn't do it the whole time I'm like when is the other shoe gonna drop like he reminds me so much of like spooky child horror protagonist I was just waiting for him to start crawling on the ceilings and shit I was waiting for that moment, and it they never They literally came. make jokes about that. I know, but he doesn't do it. <laughs> I wanted him to do it. <laughs> exactly, this, you know, this, they're this pointing at it. This they're is, pointing yeah. at it and going, man, this kid's really crazy. Go all the way with it. Fucking, 
Make him literally the spawn of Satan. If they had killed Clifford at the end, would your opinion of this movie be different? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's very fair. That was what they originally wanted to do, but studios said no. God Really? Fucking studio interference. Oh my god. Pretty much everything. So the whole... The framing device of the priest. Yeah. And everything about Clifford's redemption in the last, like, two minutes. Yeah. Was studio mandated. It was supposed to be... I mean, reports vary on whether it was supposed to be Clifford dies on Larry the Scary Rex. Mm. Uncle Martin and him both die on Larry the Scary Rex. Okay. Or just the, uh, you know, the... Uncle Martin saves him, and he's like, no, fuck you, and leaves, and that's the end. Oh, I should have dropped him. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I, okay. In, in real so life, I will, in real right. life... Yes, how, I will, how, I'm going to put a pause on my, on, my, on my hate train for a bit. I want you to talk about the production stuff. Okay, so, this movie comes at an interesting point in time in which Tim Burton movies have started coming out. Mm-hmm. And the few that have come out are fucking huge. Yeah. And other studios are trying to ape that kind of thing. Tim Burton. Yeah, very... You know, not like... It's not like the Tim Burton we know of as the gothic dark stuff. It's... It's... Tim Burton at this point has had Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands... Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which Mm. is excellent. Have you seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure? No. It reminds me a lot... Clifford reminds me a lot of It. Uh, I like them both a lot. I might not show you Pee-wee's Big Adventure then. Uh, But, uh... And, uh... Friggin' Batman. So, like, you know, it's... We haven't quite gotten to the pasty gothic that's entirely what... Martin, what uh, Tim Burton is yet. Okay. So people are just trying to ape... Okay. It's like... David Lynch, but family-friendly, I guess? <laughs> Quite Lynchian. <laughs> I hate I hate comparing everything to David Lynch, but I do compare everything to David Lynch. We, we had a... Did we have a Lynch thing? La- yeah, uh, we didn't compare Annette to David Lynch. But I did talk about David. I did talk about yeah. him last episode. But yep. So yeah, this and Cabin Boy are very, two very notorious flop comedy movies that were trying to rip off, uh, rip off the Tim Burton style. Okay. And that's all the context I have. Uh, Martin Short had, you know, he's always been like. Martin Short's always been, like, a name since the 80s it, in Hollywood for comedy movies, but he doesn't really have any starring vehicles. Yeah. Like, he's the third most important amigo in The Three Amigos. Yeah. He's got a bunch of solid, large supporting roles in comedy movies, but there's not really that many starring Martin Short movies. Yeah. And then Hollywood bestowed on us what we wanted. They gave us the god, the eldritch deity of Clifford. 
I fucking love Clifford so much. We differ so heavily. We do. <laughs> On this specific thing. Um, I also love the movie Ishtar, and I'm not going to show Brandon that now. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't do it. I can't do it with this movie. I. Oh my god, it's. In a lot of movies, whenever someone goes, that character was annoying, I don't really understand that a lot of the time. Jar Jar is not that annoying. Yeah, like, something like Jar Jar, I don't mind him much. Even fucking Poop Poop, like, you were more annoyed by that by that I, than I no, was. No, Poop Poop's the worst. I was, more, I was more annoyed by Clifford than Poop Poop. That's just poor taste right there. <laughs> Poop Poop was bad, but, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to squeeze Martin Shore's head the entire movie. I wanted Martin to kill him so many times. Oh, God. I I hated Clifford. It was one of the most infuriating movie watches I've had in a while. Like, okay, I can break it down some of the, my reasons. So, I think, in my mind, Martin. Uncle Martin, right? That's the other yeah. guy. He is not... He is not unlikable to the point where I get satisfaction over what Clifford's doing to him. I don't. Uncle Martin, like, I if this movie would be better to me if Uncle Martin was just a complete piece of shit. Like, if he was like super fucking like, oh yeah, kid, fucking whatever, I'm gonna leave in your room all day and shit. Like, give me a reason why I'm like kind of rooting for Clifford for a bit. Where I'm like, yeah, bring this fucking dude up to task. He's just a hardworking engineer guy. Who's like, I'll take you to dinosaur land. Whoops, I can't do that anymore. Sorry, kid. Like, I'm losing my job. Okay, so how many Charles Grodin movies have you seen before this? I don't even recognize the name. I recognize his face. That's fair. So, a large thing is that Grodin, and this might play into audience perception. Uh, Grodin has, his comedic persona at that point has a reputation for being just the world's hugest douchebag. Like, okay. uh, that's his entire comedic persona. He's pretty mm-hmm. much just a more honest Chevy Chase kind of <laughs> character. Okay. Uh, and it's like his most, his most, well, probably his two most famous movies are, he's pretty likable in Midnight Run, but that's at the end, at the beginning, he's unbearably douchey. Okay. And, the Heartbreak Kid, he's just... Which is such a good movie. That one, I know you'd like, actually. Okay. It's consi- universally considered a great movie. Uh, yeah. It's about him being just the smarmiest asshole who, on his honeymoon, finds a better woman oh. and is trying to weasel out of his marriage then. Oh, that sounds great. So, like, with yeah. the cultural context of the time when Clifford came out... Maybe I could understand that, but that like just, we are prepped vacuum, as an audience to hate yeah. Charles Grodin in character. a vacuum like I am in. I do not understand why all these. I don't like. I don't know. I feel like I needed. But I, I, needed I, I like Uncle Martin too. I like him, and I like seeing him driven to the point he's at at the end of the movie, in which Clifford has beaten him down so much. That Clifford destroys his dream job, and he doesn't react. 
Yeah. That's like, just fucking hilarious in my mind. Just just his entire reaction to mm-hmm. Clifford creating a fucking bomb and blowing up all of Uncle Martin's work is just to smile and grit his teeth and go, good job. You got this one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and then to try and murder uh, him. But... Yeah. It's like... I needed I needed him and for this type of movie it's like I need him to be unlikable I need him to be a dick a fucking asshole they had a little bit of that about the oh I'm in the big condo thing oh we want kids I need you to lean into that shit I, I thought when he talked about Clifford at first I thought he had made it up <laughs> that would have been so much better I, they thought that like he was gonna make up about a kid right yeah. he was gonna go oh my uncle uh, he's got a kid named you're Clifford yeah and then somehow the demon child Clifford was going to appear. It was going to, like, interact with them. Yeah. And then Clifford's like, oh, can you take me to Dinosaurland stuff? And they're just two strangers, right? Hmm. So it's like, automatically, Uncle Martin is, like, a douchebag. Like, he basically kidnapped the kid just to yeah. appease his girlfriend, you know? Like, that would That's automatically... That's what you'd need. Okay. Yeah, I would need that inciting event where I'm like, okay, Uncle Martin is a fucking piece of shit. So it's really funny when he gets when he becomes a bomb threat. Like I needed that, or and then you could either go down two paths from there. They're both terrible people, and we like seeing them fuck with each other. Which parts of this movie? Oh, the Roderick Rules scenario. (laughs) Yes, but then at the end of the movie, I needed either somehow through the fuckeries with each other, they learn to like become better people. Or they both die in a place of glory. (laughs) (laughs) These are the only two scenarios in my mind. Either they rise above it and, like, become redeemed, or they get just both fucking down to Tartarus. (laughs) Like, (laughs) those are the two versions I needed in this movie. I, oh my god, I couldn't. Ah, for in this movie, like, Martin's just too not unlikable for me to enjoy the things. I'm like, no! Ah. Grodin is given this movie his all, though. He's so good. Charles Grodin. I'm not saying he's a bad actor, but, like, the role. Like, he, I needed him to be a fucking dick. uh, He's so funny in it. The... There were, okay. The the part where, when he drinks the Tabasco sauce... (laughs) And he's halfway through a speech and he has to finish it. And he just... Points, this, thumbs up. Yeah, this is very hard to convey in a audio medium. But he just, his eyes are watered and he's like on the verge of crying. He can't even open his mouth. And he just points at the wife in this anniversary toast. He's talked about the husband a bunch. Yeah. He, he drinks the Tabasco on accident. Points at the wife. Thumbs, Thumbs up. up, nodding his head. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing. There, there were a few jokes in this movie that I liked. I laughed a few times, but like, so uh, what's going through your head when I'm on the couch next to you, fucking losing it at Clifford's antics? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it feels like it feels like you know those kind of things where. Back in, like, middle school, this is our high school, or middle school, I don't know about anybody else, but, um, 
There used to be something where if you were like misbehaving or something, they would just send you to the hall and you'd have to look out through the window. Yeah. Imagine that, but it's me being left outside of the fun fun laughing for Clifford. See, I <laughs> where think I that's... just couldn't I couldn't do see, it. See, that's the thing, like, cause I'm like you're so tuned in to like you're like, yeah, the production of Clifford, yada 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 yada. Yeah, you know, the character like... of Miss of Uncle Martin was actually, if you look at the context of, of previous films, but like on a standalone project, Nolan, you gotta understand. Holy fuck! I mean, I think there's, there's so much. You threw me into the deep end. <laughs> I don't think you need a film 101 course to understand Clifford. I, I think we. I kind of do, Nolan. <laughs> I think we just have. Which is we have usually we have such similar comedic sensibilities that. It feels so alien to me, the fact that, like, I'm watching something and I think it's hilarious and I'm getting nothing out of you right next to me. The whole time, like, hey, buddy. Jasper's whimpering a bit, probably because his father's besmirching Clifford. (laughs) Don't worry, it's not the big red dog, buddy. You're okay. Represent. No, Jasper hates the big red dog. Big red dog's too big. But Clifford? Clifford's the right size. Oh my god. Okay, I got some things. Alright, give me your notes. We're gonna go beat we're gonna go through this grievance by grievance. And we're gonna talk about this. One my first note is uh in the about I think it's about halfway in the movie, the part where they're in the train yard and Clifford's like, I'm gonna run away to San Francisco and yeah. then like Martin follows him. And he sees the back of him. Yeah. And then he fought, tries to get on the, tr- you know, he gets on the train. Then you know, Martin is or Clifford's hit side, and it sends him over. It feels like a setup for an obvious. He turns him around, and it's a kid dressed similar joke, and they don't so, do that. Yeah. Funnily enough, I was thinking of like more parody like movies where that same thing happens where he turns around the kid and he's like an old man, right? Yeah. And then I realized that's the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> like. See, I... That's the movie, Nolan! The, the train scene I want to talk about for a different reason. Because it's... So we're watching it, and... <laughs> the train scene after Clifford successfully tricks Uncle Martin into being on a train that's going to San Francisco, and it's past the point where Uncle Martin could get off. Uh, Clifford, like, starts singing... What, like, some San Francisco song. I think it's My Heart Belongs to San Francisco or something. I think so. But it's like... This long, sweeping shot as he runs down the platform, singing and dancing. And I'm like, and that cuts. And and I'm like, that's my one complaint about the movie, is they don't commit to the musical number there. It'd be so fun if all of a sudden that was a full musical number. And Bran's just sitting there writing, and he's like, I've got more complaints than that. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Um... I wrote down on my other notes is that just one note I just have is just wrote in a Clifford is terrifying, period. <laughs> like, he is. He's and so, that's the appeal. He's so spooky. He's too spooky, Nolan. He's just spooky enough. He's no. spooky in a funny way. He's fucking spookier than like Pennywise or any of those things. That's an overstatement. For my personal things, he is un he is deeply unsettling. I'm like the whole time. I'm like, when is he gonna start killing people? When is when is Martin gonna get out of the fucking like, 
get out of the you know the work area and check in the fridge. There's like human heads and stuff. Like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like when we started this movie, and I was like, I'm waiting for the shoe to drop here. I'm waiting for it to become like a psychological horror. <laughs> and then Nolan just looks at me and's like, hmm? <laughs> no. So specifically, what you said was. I'm waiting for him to kidnap them. <laughs> and that it, he said he said he was waiting for Clifford to kidnap Uncle Martin. And I gave the little awkward mm-hmm because the movie <laughs> ends with Uncle Martin kidnapping Clifford. Yeah. And then uh yeah, he's so he is the Kubrick stare, Nolan. It is the Kubrick stare. I don't think of that as the Kubrick stare. I think of that as You've seen the movie Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, right? Nope. Really? Ah, oh, dang. Well, that's a good movie. That's considered widely a good comedy. That's not a weird cult classic that you I gotta, I gotta, I gotta double check on some things now. <laughs> Just when you're like, oh, this is a great movie. And I'm like, is this a cult great movie? Or is this like, uh, I don't need to understand the backstory of some of the actors in this movie to un- have a good time with that kind of movie. I don't think you have to understand the backstory of Charles Grodin. I think I I was contextualizing how audiences might have taken it at the time, <laughs> but obviously they didn't because this movie bombed critically and audience-wise when it came out. Good! No, bad! <laughs> Something this good should not bomb! <laughs> oh my god, it should have bombed harder. People should have been arrested after this movie. <laughs> okay, there we go. That was working. Folks, I, I, I've got to apologize here. We had a technical issue. Uh, our producer accidentally unplugged our mic. And I don't feel bad throwing him under the bus because he's a dog. <laughs> uh, but So you missed like okay. two hours of content in which... I convinced Brandon that actually Clifford is a masterpiece. <laughs> Liar! And then, Liar. and then we watched Annette and talked about how amazing Annette is. Sure, sure. So um, I just want to bring up overall, I think I had already brought up before the Jasper unplugged the mic about my feelings about what made them be better. But um, yeah, I wanted them to be a dick and I wanted, I wanted the uncle to be a dick and I wanted... Um, so I could feel good about Clifford destroying things. And, like, I feel like either I wanted them to both be better at the end, or they wanted them to both die in a blaze of glory at the end of the movie. And I got neither. But I one quote I didn't want to bring up, because it did not, I don't think this recorded, is where I wrote down, Despite the structure of the old priest Clifford in the movie, I wanted Clifford to die. I wanted it to defy the odds of the in-film story structure and kill Clifford anyways. <laughs> and I talked about how I like it because it's mean. And that's essentially <laughs> what it boils down to. I don't think I don't think we're gonna rehash our make it gritties. But, no, but just know that in my Make It Gritty, uh, Godzilla kills Clifford for the good of humanity. Inside the White House. And my entire my entire pitch was uh, that Clifford's a kaiju now. And when asked to elaborate on that, I simply said no. <laughs> and, yeah, so where can they reach us, Brandon? Yeah. Sorry that this one's short, guys, but it, it was a special episode anyways. It's not on topic. 
No, it's not. So I felt like, uh, you know, we didn't, yeah, probably we, don't want a, an hour or so episode about Clifford, but it's a, we have very different opinions about it. I think uh, it was surprising <laughs> how that yeah. happened, but it was fun. It was still a, an enjoyable discussion. So I think our socials are, if you want to send us some Q&A questions, we're going to do an episode on that at some point. It's at pa, it's uh, kingofthecasters at gmail.com. Where you can send us messages. And our Twitter is Podzilla Capital C with our Which stands for Clifford this week, baby. No, no. Because <laughs> we're a Podzilla and Clifford podcast. No. Now. No, we're not. Every week no, we're, not. we're either talking about Podzilla or we're either talking about <laughs> Godzilla, I mean, or we're talking about Clifford. No, we are not. We're alternating false. weeks now. <laughs> this is false. This is a false statement. Take this with just no salt because it's absolutely rotten and bad and not a good idea. No, you'd want to take it with more salt then. If you took it with no salt, you'd be taking me at my word that we are now in alternating Godzilla and Clifford <laughs> podcasts. Well, we don't even need salt because it's rancid anyway. Take it with a salt mine. <laughs> exactly. So, um... Yeah, so send us messages, send us some uh, kaiju recommendations and some questions over at kingofthecasters at gmail.com. We have our Twitter, at PodzillaC, where you can send us uh, messages and replies and stuff. And podcast itself on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find them. You really don't need this part of things, because like, if you're listening to this, you found a place to listen to the podcast. And I'm happy for it. So, and we're happy for it. Uh, so... That's the thing. Uh, so next week. Next week. Yeah. Next week we're watching Clifford again. <laughs> the hell continues. Yes, we're watching even more Clifford. Oh no, we're watching it twice next time. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's a joke, folks. We're actually watching Annette next week. No! That is also a joke. However, you should watch Annette. Go watch it. If By the time this episode comes out, it's going to be on Prime. You could stream Annette. You could watch Annette. Annette is excellent. Watch it. Adam Driver's butt is in it. Ooh, selling point. And, uh, but... No, next next time, time we got a recommendation from a fan, Jared Fine. Jared, calling out to you. Jared Fine at 123 Mockingbird Lane. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doxing you. That was a joke, Jared. Uh, Obviously, you... He's like, damn, I do live there. What the fuck? (laughs) How'd they know? <laughs> but Jared recommended to us the movie Death Kappa for mm. a ki- good kaiju film. 2017. And we're going to watch it. Yeah, it'll be an interesting time. So uh, catch yeah. us next week for that. Well, in, in you know, a little short episode, but it's off topic. So I hope yeah. you enjoyed our rambling discussions. So we'll see you next time. Watch as we turn Death Kappa on next week. And I, I'm the one who said up. Like, I was like, oh, don't worry. I'll take care of this one, Brandon. And when we turn it on, Adam Driver's just singing. 